Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought as we journey through Matthew's Gospel in the first part of 2021, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's me at some uh, other post-resurrection appearances of Jesus. And today, perhaps um, the most famous of those, um, uh, Jesus's interaction with Thomas. Uh, Thomas, famously known as Doubting Thomas, you know, often given a bad press uh, because he didn't trust what the other disciples told him. So you'll see there uh, on the screen um, the passage we're looking at um, in John chapter 20. And let me just read the first few verses so you can just see that to begin with. Um, Now, Thomas, also known as Didymus, One of the twelve was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. So Thomas knew that dead men uh, do not come alive again. And he wouldn't trust in this sort of seemingly absurd reality that the other disciples were telling him until he'd seen for himself. He placed his hands in Jesus's side. He wouldn't believe until he'd seen the evidence. And in a sense, this morning, I'd love us just to not give Thomas a hard time, but rather take a leaf out of his book to be like Thomas, because Christian faith is not some sort of random blind leap of faith. It is belief in something that we cannot see, God, yet which can be trusted on the basis of reasonable, reason through, thought out evidence. So, you know, the atheist cannot visibly see that there's no God, just as us as Christians cannot visibly see that there is God. Rather, there's evidence for the unseen, which needs to be assessed. And um, this is, in a sense, where you and I diverge from Thomas in our Bible reading, because as we continue, what we see is Thomas had the luxury of looking at the evidence, Jesus, the risen Jesus, with his own eyes. He could see and touch the risen Jesus. So let me continue. It says, a week later, um, his disciples, Jesus's disciples, were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here. See my hands, reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. And Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. The most amazing declaration there. My Lord and my God. Thomas believes on seeing and touching Jesus. He believes Jesus is God. But that's where it differs for us, as I say. You and I, we can't do that. We can't reach out and physically see and touch God. But look at we, where we enter into the story, the next verse, verse 29. Verse 29, Jesus, then Jesus told him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. In other words, Jesus is saying you don't need to see in order to believe him. It's perfectly possible to believe what Thomas believed without seeing what Thomas saw. Uh, You may know uh, the the atheist philosopher Bertrand Russell was once asked what he would say uh, when he died and found himself confronted by God, demanding to know why Bertrand Russell had not believed in God. And Bertrand Russell's reply was, not enough evidence, God, not enough evidence, was what he'd say to God. 
But I'd imagine that God would probably give a reply to Bertrand Russell similar to what John writes next about why he writes the gospel. Look at verse 30, the next verse. This is uh, what John writes. He says, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. John's saying there that God has given us all the evidence we need in the Bible, particularly evidence about Jesus, that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. But God isn't asking us now to believe without evidence. No, God's asking us to believe on the good written evidence of what eyewitnesses like the Apostle John saw. And that's what we do all the time. You know, uh, when I get on a bus that says it's going to Sloane Square, I, I believe it. I can't see Sloane Square, but I believe it. I put my trust in that. When I married Susanna, I believed that she meant the vows she promised to me, but I couldn't see her heart. We believe all the time without seeing. It's not blind faith. It's faith based on evidence. And that's what God asks of us all. He's asking us to believe what we can't see on the evidence of what we can see in the pages of the New Testament. So I think today, you and I, we can rejoice uh, at the start of this new week, not just because there's snow outside, but we can rejoice that the Christian faith is reasonable. It is based on evidence. It's based on reason. It's, it's reasonable. But the Christian faith is not just reasonable. It's also relational. It's a, a relationship where we don't just sort of remain cold and detached and distant, but uh, a relationship where, just like Thomas, you and I, we can say to Jesus, Jesus, you are my Lord and my God. It's relational as we put our trust, our belief in Jesus. We experience that unmerited, extravagant love of God. The Christian faith, it's about believing in Jesus. And as John says, by believing, having life, having life in Jesus's name. And part of that reasonable and relational faith that we have is the privilege of bringing things to Jesus in prayer and saying, Jesus, you're my Lord, you're my God, and I bring you these things. And that's what we're going to do right now. So let me pray. And then I'm going to hand over to Rosie. Uh, Lord Jesus, thank you that uh, you are alive. Uh, thank you that we can say of you, my Lord and my God. Uh, thank you that we have uh, all the evidence we need to put our trust in you, that our faith is reasonable, uh, but also our faith is relational. And we thank you for the relationship we can have with you. Amen. Thanks, Jago. This morning we prayed for those who have doubts around their faith or questions about what it means to be a Christian and are thinking of joining Alpha next week. We also prayed for the royal family following the loss of Prince Philip on Friday. We also gave thanks for our teachers amongst our community and for their rest over the Easter holidays. Thanks for joining us today and have a great day.